Hey, Leftover Army. Welcome to a Pop Culture Leftovers classic episode. Um, in this episode, it was originally recorded May 6th of 2013. We, this is our second episode. This is number two for Pop Culture Leftovers. Uh, keep in mind, I've known Jay my entire life. Uh, I've known him since I was seven. Jake, I'd only known for maybe six months. And most of that time, we were just texting and uh, preparing to get ready for this show. So... Different dynamic back then, so keep that in mind when you're listening to it. Uh, we also have a guy that's not on the podcast anymore, Dan, and uh, it's an interesting episode. It's probably the episode where I have my first, it is the episode where I have my first flip out, and we're reviewing Iron Man 3, directed by Shane Black. So enjoy this pop culture leftovers classic as I take you back in time to May 6th, 2013. <laughs> Episode 2. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and it's all bad. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Could it toss it? Could it take it? Do we love it? Hey, let's mix it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over Culture pushovers, pop culture, leftovers, uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers, only talent is the band that's singing this. Leftovers. Are, are, are you ready for the only podcast hotter than a human torch? It's pop culture leftovers. And welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers. This is our all Iron Man 3 show. Um, we're going to be pretty much just talking all Iron Man 95% of the time. Uh, I am Brian Frederick, and with me today is... Hey guys, I'm Dan. Hey, uh, Jason Piper. Hey, this is Jake Elliott. Jake, speak up a little bit. Yeah. This is, this is Jake Elliott. That sounded the same. Yeah. Are you like in the bathroom? Yeah. No, I'm, this is Jake Elliott. Better, way work. better. All right. Um, so speaking to this, yeah, the microphone. Yeah, not Jake's, not oh. Jay's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. They're both big and black. I was confused. <laughs> uh, all right, that was awkward. Um, <laughs> I did want to, I just wanted to bring up a couple things Iron Man related right now. Um, are you guys big fans of Mystery Science Theater 3000? Oh yeah. Yeah, with, uh, Mike Nelson, Kevin Murphy, Bill Corbett, those guys. Um, right now, if you go to their website, it's called Riff Tracks, R-I-F-F-T-R-A-X dot com. You can download the original Iron Man movie, uh, their version which is audio that you sync up with the actual Iron Man movie. It's hilarious. It's a dollar off right now. It's two ninety nine. So definitely check that out. Uh, support those guys. They're pretty funny. Um, grew up watching them on uh, MST3K. It's hilarious. Check it out. Um, let's talk a little bit, just a little bit about Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Um, I don't know. What did you guys feel about uh, when they started talking about the Iron Man movie? Was there a particular person that you were wanting to have cast in the film or that you had envisioned being cast as Iron Man before 
they announced uh, Robert Downey Jr.? Um, I remember thinking that when they put Robert Downey Jr. in, it was the first time they'd ever cast someone in one of these comic book movies that everyone was actually happy about it instead of worried. Except for Hollywood, from what I remember. I mean, he was not the popular choice. Yeah, I heard a lot about that. Yeah, he was not the popular choice. He actually had to pretty much petition for the part, (laughs) um, you know. And I, they made a great decision. I mean, in my opinion, Robert Downey Jr. is Iron Man. He is Tony Stark. Uh, they did a great job with the casting. But, um, you know, there were actually people talking about they needed a bigger name. He wasn't that big at the time. This role kind of rejuvenated his career. Um, I remember they had actually talked about Tom Cruise. If you get on the Internet and look uh, enough, you can actually see pictures of Tom Cruise in the Iron Man armor. Uh, at, oh, you know, yeah. And uh, I, they, I'm glad they made that decision. <laughs> oh, yeah. It shows an yeah, Iron Man I'm 3. just saying, we all kind of scowled at Keaton being Batman and then Tobey Maguire being Spider-Man. Agreed. And all these other characters. But I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was really embraced by fandom, unlike any other of these actors, I think, for these comic book movies. Oh, absolutely. The fans loved the decision. I think it was pretty much the Hollywood execs thinking that he wouldn't be the draw that they needed at the box office. Of course, that's all they're thinking about is the box office. I mean, look at the Transformers movies. Those were seriously shit on film. And people went and saw them in droves, and they don't care what they put out half the time. I think this was like I, the first bit of like really good comic book casting that we had seen in a long time. Oh, oh yeah, I agree, I agree. Now, um, I remember... Uh, do you guys remember the first time you watched any clips from the trailers that uh, you want to talk about from the original Iron Man? Um, I just remember seeing it for the first time at the Super Bowl and just getting really excited about it. You know, um, at the time, Iron Man was a B-level character, and we hadn't really seen anything besides, you know, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, X-Men, really done really big and really well, I don't think, you know? Uh, we so I was well, just re- We'd seen the X-Men movies. Um, well, yeah, I mentioned those. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Um, I remember, basically, I, I think it was, uh, that movie came out in, was it 2007 or 2008? Eight, anyone, 2008. Two, Iron Man? Yeah. Okay, I remember. Yeah, 2008. Did anybody else follow the 2007 Comic-Con coverage in San Diego on G4? No. No. I was probably watch some of it. I was watching it. Uh, I I would tape it. it. There was like four hour blocks that they would play, like every day. Kevin Pereira had announced that people went to the Iron Man panel. They were treated to a trailer hosted by John Favreau himself, um, and then they described the trailer. I mean, it's like that's how giddy I was just from listening to them describe the trailer. Um, they talked about. I remember he started talking about. Uh, uh, the scene where Tony is actually in the Mark One and he's escaping the caves, mm-hmm. and how the terrorist right. shoots him in the helmet, and the bullet ricochets off his head, ricochets off his helmet, and kills the shooter. And I was just like, "Oh my god, I gotta see this! I have to see this!" Yeah. I I yeah. literally scoured the internet until I finally saw a copy that someone had actually filmed on their crappy 2007 cell phone in the panel. And it was like all shadows and crap, but I was still like, oh my God, I just saw it. I saw it. And you know, of course, right after I saw it, they take it down, but it was, it was amazing. And then you got to see the scenes of him flying. It was just, it, it blew me away and I couldn't wait for the movie. Uh, 
and then the Super Bowl trailer, like you mentioned, Jake, was amazing. I remember getting on the phone with my buddy right after I saw it and being like, wow, did you see that? That was amazing. Oh, my God. The suit, the suit, the suit. It was all about the suit. It mm-hmm. was just amazing. Yeah, I just I just really felt like Marvel has really did, did something that DC has never been able to do. And it's just really blown me away how they've been able to take their non-big two franchises and really just make them the big. I mean, arguably Iron Man is bigger than Spider-Man and the X-Men now at this point, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and I think a big part DC. of that is Tony is uh is Robert Downer Robert Downey Tony Jr. Jr. as yeah. Tony Stark. I mean, yeah. he they've changed the comic book character to conform to Robert Downey Jr.'s Tony Stark in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh Which, yeah. And it's a, that's a smart move. It is a smart move, but there's only one Robert Downey Jr. So sometimes it just doesn't come across the way it should in the comic books. But yeah, I mean. It, it makes sense to pander a little bit to the movie crowd. Comic books are kind of a dying medium, and mm-hmm. so it, it, it makes sense. And this is the last time I'll touch on it, but I just think it's, you know, I mean, DC only wishes that Green Lantern would have had the success that Iron Man did. Right. And that they could already be spawning off their Justice League franchise from just the success of a Green Lantern movie. Yeah, but, I, you know. I agree. I, I, and it's not like DC uh, slash Warner Brothers doesn't have all the tools. They have more characters to work with than marvel does i mean marvel studios i mean marvel studios they can't we can't see an x-men movie we can't see a a spider-man movie with with marvel studios they're gonna be with their companies their respective company respective companies i mean you're just not gonna see it it's unfortunate but at the same time it does make sense I go back and forth on this all the time. Like, oh, I would love to see, you know, Marvel Studios get Spider-Man. I'd Mm -hmm. love to see him get, you know, um, whoever, the X-Men. But Marvel Studios can only make two movies a year. Yeah. Yeah. So someone's going to get lost in the mix. Or you're going to wait. You're going to – exactly. You're going to wait. Or you're going to just have to wait for a big team-up movie, Mm -hmm. you know, and – it's unfortunate. We're probably never going to see another Daredevil solo movie. It'll be a long time. Yeah. Daredevil's yeah, well, now back. The, Go ahead, Jake. I was going to say for the Avengers and Josh Whedon, you know, these are these are happy accidents. And for the Iron Man franchise, you know, that all these characters are tied up in all these different studios. Right. Ab- absolutely. Yeah. Um, it, it, it would be really cool to see the interactions, but I think we're seeing some really cool act- interactions with what we have, and I think that they can really expand upon the Avengers universe even more with the characters they, they can bring in that they're talking about, you know, right. Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver. and with only bringing a couple Ant-Man. in each time. Yeah, yeah. I, I think if you, if you bring in too much, everybody gets a little less screen time. Yeah. So, yeah, that can, that can be harmful, too. Well, I mean, isn't it, I mean, I was just thinking about this when I watched this last Iron Man, you know, I mean, Uh isn't it crazy how much this one character changed, you know, it it changed the movie universe, it changed the comic book universe, it changed the way that they write the Marvel universe from now on, like after that movie. It's, Um, it has a lot, yeah. It and it lot. wasn't a character that I, I really cared about you right. know, until I until the movies. The right. movies made me a fan of the character. It wasn't the other way around. So I wasn't reading solo Iron Man comics. No. You know, no, no. I, I wasn't. I mean, he he was, Jake stated earlier, like a B-list character. He really was. And now he's yeah. an A-lister, if I mean, not I, the A-lister for Marvel. Yeah, honestly, if they would have never made the movies, I probably would have never 
I probably went the, went the rest of my life without ever reading an Iron Man comic. Uh, agreed. You know, yeah. Yeah. or yeah. forgot yeah. or. Um. So I mean, uh, the first film when we when you watched it, what was your reaction after after you'd watched the first film? In I the want theater? a suit now, <laughs> <laughs> so I can fly mm-hmm. around. Right. Yeah. I mean, and he made it look fun. Oh yeah. He made it look fun. I mean, at first yeah. he did it out of survivalism. Right. He made the suit out of survivalism. Mm-hmm. But then it was more about you know protecting others, humanity. He. he Instead of becoming this, you know, basically using his mind to become a, I don't know, a weapons dealer. Yeah. He used his mind to save humanity. Because there's a lot of, you can tell he's selfish in in some ways. Oh, yeah, agreed. You know, and if this suit would have never came about, who knows what his character, if there would have been, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Iron Man 1 was one of the best comic book movies, if not the best comic book movie I'd ever seen when I walked out of that theater. Yeah. I was just blown away by it. Yeah, mind blown. Uh, totally. It, it, it was a great movie. Uh, the special effects were great. I remember like just certain scenes where like uh, there's the part where he flies over to the Middle East and he's going to protect that family who's being torn apart by the by the Ten Rings yeah. organization. Um, and uh, he, he ends up killing all the terrorists right then and there. Uh, and then and then a, a, tank, a tank comes after him. Mm-hmm. And he looks at the tank acknowledges it and then lets off a little tiny missile turns around turns around doesn't even watch the thing blows up i remember just think this a fist pump moment i was just like that is bad ass yeah that is just badass you know if you didn't pop a little there seriously oh yeah i just popped right there (laughs) thinking about it i just wow just knocked it into my mic holy shit (laughs) that's why you keep your that's why you keep your room locked all the meyer man posters in there so Jay, you think that was the best scene out of all the out of all the movies? That, yeah, that's it's like a catchy song, you know. That one just sticks in your head, you know. Oh, you yeah. always think about that scene and mm-hmm. agreed. Well, even, a, even when FX plays it, you know, on TV, anything else can be on. Right. Your favorite show, but uh-huh. yet you watch Iron Man. It's like one of those yeah, movies that, that that when it comes on the TV and you're flipping through, you got to stop. stop. It's kind of like a Rocky film. <laughs> even no if it's the worst Rocky film ever, you right. just kind of stop. <laughs> So, I, did you guys want to talk about Iron Man 2? Not really. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And Iron Man 2 had its moments. You I know, like that movie, it, to be honest with you. Um, I really? Liked, I'd yeah. like to hear why. One reason, too, is I like Don Cheadle a lot, and I thought his role. You liked him better than Terrence Howard Absolutely. in the first film. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I know some people were confused why he didn't come back, but... It was money. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't work out a deal. Right. I mean, he wanted more money. Yeah. That's what it came down to. Um, so they I, got Don Cheadle. I don't know. I just I remember John- uh, Terrence Howard and in, in, um, what was that movie with him as a rapper? Oh, uh, Flow. Hustle and Hustle Flow. And Flow. Yeah. yeah. I was just waiting for him to bust out a rap in, in Iron Man. You know, and, and it's just, I don't know. I don't care for the guy. And I thought when, when I first saw it, I thought it was Flow from Alice. Kiss My Grits. I had no idea that it was like a rap star. I didn't know. I was confused. Anyway. Um, um, and he was the first actor signed on for Iron Man. Oh, was he really? Yeah. That was the first announcement that yeah. they made was Terrence Howard? Yep. Really interesting. And I didn't from know what that. I heard, From what I'm reading, uh, Favreau didn't like how he yeah, portrayed Favreau his... Yeah, Favreau didn't get along with him. Favreau. Yeah, how he didn't like... He didn't, he didn't portray... Uh, I, uh, 
what's Tony Stark's best friend, you know, the uh-huh. way he wanted him to. Right. I think, uh, well, Favreau, okay, back to the second movie. Favreau was really screwed in that film. I think the studio's involvement in trying to make him, like, have that tie into the Avengers too much kind of really screwed him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had your, you had your, uh, Black Widow scenes with Tony Stark that just didn't make sense. They were kind of yeah. goofy. Not yeah. her, the character, awesome. I mean, awesome. I, watching yeah. her fight was really cool. The, I mean, the it was boxing awesome. scene when she stepped nice in the ass boxing ring. Boxing scene. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, there's some things that just kind of fail in that movie, uh, but we were blessed with a, with a, a lot of cool Easter eggs in the Iron Man too. Um, some things that you know that were really cool teases. Um, there was the Prince Namor, the Submariner uh, tease. We got to see Oracle Communications, that dome at the Stark Expo, and then you know Oracle. Uh, Oracle Inc. is actually a corporation that uh, Prince Namor owns. Prince Namor collected sunken treasures of Atlantis to finance the purchase of a corporation. Then he called it Oracle Inc. I didn't so, even catch on to that. Yeah, I didn't even know. catch on to that until just now either. Yeah. You yeah. you actually saw Oracle Inc. in Iron Man 3. I know we're jumping in. And we're going to have spoilers on Iron Man 3, wouldn't you guys say? Oh, Some yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. But in... There was a part in Iron Man 3, which I'll go over that in later if you guys remind me. Hopefully I won't forget, but we saw Oracle in that as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, there were, uh, there were also some other cool teases in Iron Man 2, uh, some cool Easter eggs. Uh, the Savage Land, um, was kind of teased. Uh, there's a map of Antarctica amongst the, um, uh, Howard Stark's possessions in that crate that S.H.I.E.L.D. gives him. Mm-hmm. There's a map of Antarctica and it's like, okay, why is there a map of Antarctica? And we keep seeing Captain America's shield in both the first and the second movie. Mm-hmm. Well, Vibranium is located in Antarctica, Antarctica um, which is what Captain, uh, Captain America's shield is made out of. Right. So, you know, is, maybe, maybe was that mapped out for a reason that Captain America, you know, uh, to, to, so Iron Man could make, so Tony Stark could make his shield. Um, also, there's, uh, at the end of the film, Tony Stark gets a debriefing from Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. In a shield safe house, and there's a world map that's pretty visible in the background. There's you can see the continent. It's it's that's in focus is Africa, and it looks like it's one uh, one of the red incident uh, icons on the map. Uh, and it's would be it's actually pointing at the country of Wakanda. Mm. And if we're all familiar with Wakanda in the Marvel universe, it's the uh, fictional uh. African nation that's run by a king named T'Challa. And we better we know that uh, T'Challa as the Black Panther. Thank you. Yes, yes. the Black Panthers. So Can I- it's very it's very cool that I think that they threw those Easter eggs in there. Um, you know, I not a lot of people. Uh, caught them i mean i personally had to go digging around on the internet and watch these videos myself it's not like i caught them myself i'm not that smart i'm not bruce wayne over here so what's the uh, incredible hulk scene in iron man 2 oh at the end of the at the very end of the film yeah yeah there's the the, battle yeah there at the well i mean iron man 2 and the incredible hulk movie actually take place the same during the same time at the end of the movie you can see um, they're the in that bar at yeah. the end of the movie. Him and the the There's one something the, on TV. The general um, Ross. Not, yeah, he's uh, at the bar and on the TV in the in the far back. Yeah. There's the there's the, the incredible hole right. going on. Yeah, so yeah, they happened at the same time. Um, 
I don't know. Did anybody else have anything to say about, uh, I don't know, Whiplash or... I think uh, my favorite part about Iron Man 2 was uh, Sam Rockwell. And probably my least favorite part was Mickey Rourke and Whiplash. I just thought that all that was needless. Uh, Mickey uh, Rourke was kind of flying high on that really, uh, that the wrestler movie, which mm-hmm. kind of like reinvigorated his career. So he got a bunch of parts there for a while, you know, even in The Expendables. But he kind of, he kind of, his career's kind of tapered back down again, if you ask me. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that, that, that's great. <laughs> uh, so, um, is everybody ready to talk about Iron Man 3? Yeah, let's, let's do, it. do it. All right, Iron Man 3. Let's, uh, the synopsis. Brilliant industrialist Tony Stark, Iron Man, is pitted against an enemy whose reach knows no bounds. When Stark finds his personal world destroyed at his enemy's hands, he embarks on a harrowing quest to find those responsible. This journey at every turn will test his mettle. With his back against the wall, Stark is left to survive by his own devices, relying on his ingenuity and instincts to protect those closest to him as he fights his way back. Stark discovers the answer to a question that has secretly haunted him. Does the man make the suit or does the suit make the man? I think that's a very fitting synopsis. I think Marvel nailed it with that synopsis. Mm-hmm. And they did nail it. Um, let's see here. Uh, it opened up in theaters, what was it? May, May 3rd. 3rd, 2013, PG-13, and had a runtime of 2 hours and 15 minutes. Um, I, do you guys want to go ahead and uh, just rate the film real quick? Um, can I ask one quick question yeah, real quick right before ahead. we get into it? Sure, absolutely. What trailers did you guys get to see? Because I only got to see the Thor 2 trailer, and I heard the uh, Wolverine trailer was floating around there, too. The, yeah, I did I see it. the Wolverine trailer. Yeah. Um, what's the uh, one with Will? After Earth was on there, the one I saw. I didn't see After Earth. And it looked great, actually. Star Trek was on there. Star Trek, yeah, I had the Star Trek yeah. one. The Star Trek one re- looked really good. I think there were some scenes that I hadn't seen, some Benedict Cumberbatch uh, like epic scenes that yeah. I hadn't seen before. So, yeah, the Wolverine I- trailer didn't impress me at all. That's for gotcha. another show. Honestly, the Wolverine trailer, I had seen it, you know, on my computer multiple times, and uh, when I finally saw this one in the theater, it was actually, I think, maybe it was bigger screen on screen. Yeah, but you know what? We were screwed with the last movie. I think the trailers were really, really good, and mm-hmm. then when we seriously we watched, like, uh, I think, I don't know, half of a good movie, and the rest was garbage—a big, uh-huh. hot, steaming pile of garbage. All right, well, sorry about the sidetrack, but, but man, I'm it's fine. Very, very excited for November now after seeing that Thor 2 trailer. Oh, my say. gosh. Do you guys know who the director is? Oh, who is it? Tell me. Do you guys like Game of Thrones? Oh, dude, I love the Game of Thrones. It is a Game of Thrones director. I yeah. just heard that the other night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. And, and, and uh, if, if anybody's going to be able to show off Asgard as opposed to the first film, it's him. Yeah. Can, can you drop the name real quick, Brian? Do you know who it is? I don't know his name. I do apologize. What about that scene in the Thor trailer, though, where when he's asking somebody a question and they show who it is? I was confused about the scene where Magneto's making the truck float at the beginning of the movie. Just, <laughs> I'm kidding. Anyway, what was that, Dan? The He was talking to somebody. Obviously, they were in jail. Oh yeah, that was a that that made me want to see the movie. Yeah, yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I, there are some other things that I really liked in that trailer. I know we we're gonna we're gonna get to Iron Man three. I swear to God, we are. I swear. Sorry, sorry guys, I gotta have a no. Little bit of the we got a little bit of Thor. Okay, I know. Um, but 
there was a scene where that that was really cool with me is uh, it was the Sif scene where you saw Sif Lady Sif mm-hmm. and uh, what's her name Natalie Portman's character yeah. when the, he brings her to Asgard and she when th- when she looks back at Thor like what are you doing with this puny little bitch yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, you you know what I mean I uh, I have like you know I have fought armies I yeah. have killed I am I'm a real woman you know right. it's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> you know like trying to flirt with this you know puny bitch you know it's like I thought that was a really telling scene and it was just like seconds you just saw right. it for like a split yeah. second yeah it's a great scene if it's any indication of how good the movie is that alone was awesome I think Al- Al- Alan Taylor by the way I'm the director okay thank you yeah. Yeah, but uh I, I think I think we're I think uh, we're going to be finding uh we're we're, we're going to be seeing a great Thor movie. As a, the the last one was good. I really liked it. I did like it, but I think this is going to be a great Thor movie just from those trailers. Otherwise I I'm being tricked by Loki. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> um let's get into Iron, some Iron Man 3. Uh do you guys want to rate it first? Sure, let's do it. Okay. I I'd like to hear I'd like to hear who do I want to hear first? I want to hear from Dan. What's your rating? Remember, we got uh, we got our rating system. Right. Um, even though my expectations for the movie were above and beyond, I came in there with the open head, and after watching the movie, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, but I'm going to give it a taste. It. You're going to give it a taste. I it? am. Let, let me let me actually play the rating system here real quick. That way, the rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. Well, we're, it's it's not going to get a Tupperware party. Dan gives it a taste it. Um, I'd like to hear from Jake next. I think I am going to give it a taste it. I, I think I actually give all three Iron Man movies each different rating. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, maybe in a future episode we'll go over those other two ratings. I think we need to delve into those mm-hmm. a little bit more in a future episode. Um, Jay, so we got two taste-its. Jay, what are, what are you going to rate this movie? Uh, well, I'm, I'm also tasting this one. Um, it's... Uh, you know, it had a lot of hype, and that kind of ruined it for me. Even though I, you know, I stayed away and I, I tried not to, you know, care too much about it, read too much about it. But I, I think I went in a little too high expectations. Um, but it was good. It, it was really good. Um, so taste it, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm gonna have to go. Honestly, if you guys want my honest um, rating, I'm gonna give it a toss. It. Wow. Oh, nice. I'm I'm just going to say I'm going to toss it. If it wasn't seriously like if I could if there if I could have time travel and go back in time, I probably no, I'm not going to say it. I was going to say I was going to go see Pain and Gain, but that's bullshit. <laughs> um but actually if I could go back in time and unsee this movie, I probably would. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Did, did you like it better than Iron Man 2, Brian? No. I did not. No. Wow. Wow. Well, I'd like to hear why. I mean, go ahead and open up. Okay, the director was Shane Black, yeah. and uh, Iron. Okay, Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr. is being reunited with him in this movie. They did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang together, and I did like Kiss Kiss Bang 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 Bang. I thought it was a great movie. I liked great Ro- movie. Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, now I can honestly say that I've been in a room and watched Shane Black take a shit 
because seriously, this I feel like I watched a two. I watched Shane Black take a two and a, two hour and fifteen minute turd. I did not like this movie. There were times I was looking at my watch, praying to God it was going to be over. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm sorry, guys. Wow. No, that's wow. fine. I, I'm just being honest. I'm being honest here. I think that there are – seriously, I felt violated after I watched that movie. I wanted to like <laughs> – you know, seriously, like I felt like I needed to go into the shower and turn it cleanse on off. and like cleanse off like in a Lifetime movie. Like I was Valerie Bertinelli and I had just been like What's taken it? advantage of by some guy at the company party. Yeah. I wanted to like – seriously, I needed a palate cleanser. I wanted to come home and read comic books, something that made sense. Because this movie was all over the place. It was home alone at one part with the fucking kid. <laughs> hey, you're podcasting now, man. It's time to vent. I'm yeah. not. I'm Guys, I'm serious. Go for it. I think we were screwed over. We were screwed over. And you know what? I'm not blaming Robert Downey Jr. I think he did the best he could with what he was given. Yeah. But seriously, guys, I feel like for the two hours and 15 minutes that I was sitting in that theater... I didn't. I I was like hoping there were scenes that yeah I did like. Right. There were scenes I did yeah. enjoy, but there were a lot of things in that movie that just did not sit well with me as a comic like book a, fan and as a fan of Iron Man. Yeah. Did it seem like a like a two hour love triangle? Yeah. 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 A l- yeah, little bit. You know. And and I'll be honest with you. Now that you're you're talking like this, I'm gonna go ahead and say something too. Go ahead. I didn't enjoy the the fact that all those people were like, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure why they were the way they were when they were real hot and they would get that way. Oh, the extre- when they had the extremists put into them. No, no, it wasn't extremists. It was excrement because this movie was shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I, Jake, so, Jake, go ahead and explain. So, so your your take on Iron Patriot was the same as Tony Stark. <laughs> My take on Iron Patriot was, hey, guess what? We need to sell more fucking toys. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. They took Iron Patriot. And all they did was turn him into an action figure to sell toys. And put the president in him. Definitely. And put the president Definitely. in him. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing I will say I did like about this movie, and it was toward the end, is when Pepper was able to get into the suit. I enjoyed that that scene. The one I thing I liked. That. Toward, I love that too. Did you like you yeah. like that scene? Yeah. Yeah. I, I love. I I'm love glad Pepper. she got in the suit too because before that it was just her showing off her rock hard fucking abs. Yeah. Look at my <laughs> my midriff. Check it out. I'm I'm hurt and I'm in pain. He did. He, he did ask her to wear that around the house more though. Yeah. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, Guys, the movie uh, movie made fun of itself at numerous occasions. Is that is that good though? That it laughs no, at itself, or no. is it bad in, in, in no. an Iron Man film? No, it's not. Uh, but you're you're definitely swaying my opinion of this movie right Guys, now. Guys, I'm not trying to do that. I'm really not. I'm really <laughs> but, not trying to sway no, your but opinion. You're well, making let, good points. Well, you know let's talk about what we didn't like, and then we can go in and say what we did like. Okay, I mean, absolutely. Okay, right, right. Well, I'll, I didn't I'll, like Guy Pierce at all. You didn't like Guy Pierce. No. Yeah. Okay. He, he wasn't that great. I agree. No. Just a little overacted. I think. You know what I mean? That's how. That's how I felt about it. It's like he's trying too hard to to play this guy. You know. And, and at the beginning of the movie, when he's in the elevator and he's crippled yeah. and, and yeah. bug eyed or something, I don't even remember. I honestly did. I had no idea that he. At would first, pop up. you could tell he was totally acting. Oh yeah, when big he, time. When they first showed him, and yeah. then I was like, okay, I'm gonna just try to go with his character. When he's on the top of the roof right. and he's looking off right. into the sunset or yeah. this whatever that was, <laughs> and I didn't care for him, or I didn't care. I honestly didn't care for the two characters they introduced at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, no. well, they're from the extremists uh, from from the whole comic right, series, right? But yeah. but the Maya was, there, was yeah. her name, yeah. 
The uh, Guy Pierce storyline reminded me exactly of the uh, Val Kilmer Batman movie. Oh my god, line. did he not look like? Oh my god, team. you're so right, Jim Dude, Carrey. Riddler. That was Jim Carrey Rebirth. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. yeah good call. It's terrible. Yeah. You know, oh, here's the here's the wounded scientist. And no, but he gets a right. and he's going to come yeah. back. It, it was the exact same storyline to me as the movie. It was, yeah. And, and, and he put the little thing on his back of his ear and let her get inside his brain, and that's yeah. how he got off. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he gets off. Um, guys, I'm so sorry. It's like you guys gave it taste at ratings, and I feel like I'm just like shitting on this movie right now. <laughs> but maybe no, we I, gave I, it taste at ratings because we thought you were going to give it a, a, <laughs> I, guys, a Tupperware party. No, <laughs> I'm not going to give this movie a Tupperware party. I like the seriously, movie. I would seriously. I would the only the only way I would give this movie a Tupperware party is if I could seal the shit inside the Tupperware, so I wouldn't have to smell this fucking movie anymore because <laughs> it was garbage. Yo, can we? Can we talk about how you know? Since we're still talking a little negative here, yeah, I'm the sorry, humor, guys. The humor, the humor was forced. It was I mean, forced at it, times. Yeah, but it sometimes was, I felt it was, it was too reminiscent really of the other two movies, and it was very forced, and it was just offbeat. Right. Just, it, it was it, like Dennis Miller wrote a bunch of the jokes. Yeah, too. yeah, exactly. Who who like, who is the writer on this movie? Because I know we know Shane Black directed it. I've got it written down here somewhere. I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, so many of the pop culture jokes were over my my head, and I I feel like wow. Was what, what was with the seventies music ending too? What did, was that did they do about? that in the first two movies at the end? I don't I don't remember that, but I, I it just was they, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I the thought score, we were watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. The, at the score end. Yeah. of the movie was terrible. I'll give it that. I didn't yeah. care that it was set in, in Christmas time either because I really didn't want to hear Jingle Bells in the middle of May. All right, it, guys, it was uh, written by Drew Pierce. He yeah. also wrote uh, the new Pacific Rim and the upcoming Sherlock Holmes three. So oh, we don't shit. know what else, oh, no. how else he's really performed. That's yeah, that, that, that's a really good point, Dan. I I was didn't really understand the whole Christmas thing either in May. He does that in his movies. That's his thing. I think that's his trademark thing. Is his Christmas? I was stuff. sick of looking at Christmas Christmas trees. trees. And lights, yeah. and, and, and when, I don't know when you guys watch the credits at the end, but half of the music credits were Christmas. Yeah, it, it, I know. Brian's turning red over If I could turn into, if I was Bruce Banner and I could turn into the Hulk right now, I, if I could have turned into the Hulk in that theater, I would have. There were so many times Speaking I was of which, angry. The, the, the post credit scene pissed me off. Oh my God. Let's get to yeah, that later. Yeah, Let's okay, save okay. that. Sorry, Let's but you save, brought him up. I no, I, was, I, I know. I didn't mean to. I'm just that was. <laughs> and why didn't they have a black president? Maybe you shouldn't bury the lead. Maybe we yeah, right to the post credit sequence. <laughs> why couldn't they have had a black president? I don't know. Maybe it's because that's just seriously. Uh, well, you know what? It's a, well, it's just another, uh, comics. It, comics are always excluding the minorities anyway. And, and, so. Joan, and Joan Rivers makes an appearance in Iron Man three. Oh yeah, thank God for Joan Rivers. Yeah. Oh my gosh, key, key moment. Yeah, man. This movie's starting to piss me off, guys. I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to do this. Wait, I didn't need to spark the this. The best part of the movie was the, was the beauty pageant and who was who was the guest judge. No, you know what? That was even the worst Stan Lee fucking cameo I've ever seen in my life. The best Stan yeah. Lee cameo I've ever seen was the uh, Amazing Spider-Man when they're in the library. That yep. was great. That was hilarious. What a great use of Stan Lee. Or, the, or in the first Iron Man where he was like the Hef, uh, Hugh Hefner lookalike. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah. But this was just stupid. Stupid! It's oh god. If I could like take back those two hours and fifteen minutes, I would have. I seriously, maybe I, I am starting to wish I would have watched Pain and Gain. 
No, no, um, no. So seriously, Aldridge no. is a bodyguard slash driver slash. Who was that? That, that actor was terrible. Too, terrible. Uh, you know the guy at the, at, the, at the beginning of the movie sitting in the chair and he's got his legs up and he's reading some book and Happy wants him to put his name badge on. Oh yeah, yeah, you're guy. right. Where yeah. did he come from? He sucked. Yeah, where was where? Who is that? I don't. I know. just want to bash him real quick. Yeah, that guy sucked. Uh, yeah, I agree. He did suck. Okay. <laughs> and All so right. did Harley, the boy. Yeah. He had some funny All parts, right, yeah. though. No, when he, when he was, when he was shivering in the cold. Macaulay Culkin without a daddy? <laughs> Are you kidding me? He did hook him up at the end. He hooked him up with uh, a shitty movie. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, this... <laughs> I, uh, I thought he was the best part of the movie. Honestly, you the, the kid was the best. Yeah, part? the 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 interaction between him and the kid. He calls the kid the a part. pussy. He does. I, yeah, I know. I, I know. The kid gets done telling him about how his dad left six years ago to buy scratchers, yeah. and he tells he him to suck it up like and stop kid. being a pussy. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the real world, kid. Yeah. But no, the, the part when he was shivering, he was cold, and he said, and he's like, he needed a ride home. I was shivering too watching that movie. <laughs> I was hunched over in a fucking corner watching this piece of shit. Brian, when this movie comes out on Blu-ray, will you buy it? I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> I'm seriously not going to buy I this movie. I know what movie. I'm getting you for your birthday. You're leave that part in your shelf empty for your mom. Can I, can I, can I tell you? Can I tell you the parts that I did like? Let's hear that. Well, come no, no. let's we'll get okay. Let's let's start talking about I don't know. You guys start talking about some things that you did like, and I feel like I am infecting this podcast right now. No, with, you're like, fine because feelings. I'm getting ready to tell you the one thing that I didn't like out of the movie uh-huh. was the final battle at the oil rig. I hated it. Well, let's get to the let's. Do you guys want to go through some of the scenes and then get to that? I don't know. How do you want to? Yeah. Seriously, no, dissecting that, right. this movie is like it's going to be pretty hard it, for me. It's like dissecting a turd. Yeah. Oh, okay, here's the corn. It's fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I I really wanted to like this movie so badly. I really wanted to like this. I really wanted to see this movie so bad. It's the first movie after Avengers. Yeah. Avengers changed the whole. They talked about New York movie, way comics, too much. Movie spectrum. Everybody. Avengers changed everything. Yeah. Every studio is now trying to copy Avengers. You've got Fox making the new X-Men Days of Future Past. They're taking everything and they're throwing all into one movie. They're taking the, the movies from the early 2000s with the new X-Men First Class and they're putting it together. And the reason they're doing that is mm-hmm. because of the Avengers. Because Avengers was so amazing. And then you've got uh, Warner Brothers talking about doing a Justice League finally. We'd never heard of them wanting to do a Justice League movie. We've heard about it, but we never thought it was going to come to fruition. Now they're, we're actually hearing rumblings out of Warner Brothers that they're going to make a, a Justice League movie. And that's all because of the Avengers. And so it's like the Avengers was this amazing movie. And then we get Iron Man 3. Which was the most unsatisfying the, the movie. The buildup was better than the, the movie. Exactly. It's like I, now I understand why 80% of the women out there are feeling after sex because <laughs> they're unsatisfied. I would rather fucking eat a Snickers than watch this <laughs> fucking movie again. I am not going to watch this. I'm going to shut up now, no, guys. No, no, I want to hear what you liked about it, to be honest with you. I really do. And I don't care if you're going to give me 30 seconds of a two-hour and 15-minute movie. I want to hear it. 
He liked when uh, it was over. Yeah, I, the end credits were amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was the the best blacks I've ever seen on an, on, a, on a credits. Yeah, and the whites were white. It was amazing. It was okay, amazing. Can, the contrast. Can I tell you what I liked about it? Please, I please. I need to, guys. I need a palate cleanser because seriously, I feel like I've redeem got shit in my mouth. <laughs> let let me redeem it just a touch. All right. Um, this, this was the only movie, you know. Even though going into it, you're seeing the trailers, you're seeing all these. Fucking suits of armor, which, you know, I could care less, really. You know, everyone's like, what armor is he going to wear? I don't right. give a shit, all right? Uh-huh. When, and, and what was cool about this movie is that it was more of a Tony Stark movie. And 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 the whole movie, you have him kind of like, uh, he's having this war between being, like, really, really dependent on this armor and, and not knowing what to do without it to, you know, having to improvise and to just be Tony Stark. Okay. And, you know, there's that scene where, where the kid we all love uh, Macaulay Culkin's like, you know, hey, hey, dude, you know, just build something because he's like, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know what to do. My suit's broken down, which, again, I think is a great scene where he's I think like, he was ha- being the hauling that there. suit but of armor see, the across thing, the snow, you know? Yeah, but see, the thing is he was building stuff before that. He was building stuff in – do you think it's a matter of him getting back to the basics because what he was building after that – because he was building – he built 42 fucking suits. I think they were trying to portray him getting back to the basics, he but it su- didn't work. He suited up more than Barney in a fucking he episode did. of how I met your mother. I was waiting for him to pop in and tell him to Jay, you up, do but. you do bring up some really good points though, Jay. You do. Yeah, well, it's it's cool and it's cool seeing him just being him like without the armor and like, you know, he's going in and uh he he builds all those weapons and kind of infiltrates that facility. But and, and the scene with him and Rhodey fighting together without armor on, I thought was really is cool. Is it too. genuine though or is it just let's give Robert Downey Jr. some FaceTime? I mean, do they really need to put him in in Menards? Or, home and, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or yeah, Lowe's right. picking out, you know, <laughs> right. the shit he it, used. No, that's another Home Alone thing. It's Kevin McAllister putting together all his fucking bullshit when the when the little thieves come in the house. Why didn't they play Christmas glass. music right I know. there? Why like didn't that, they play Christmas real, music? This that really real, like, was Home Alone, wasn't it? it? This was shit. Home Alone. What the fuck? It was. But, but the thing is, he didn't have a home. Wow. And, well, I know his home was destroyed, right? That's true. His home was destroyed. So he right. was alone. Mm-hmm. Right. But he was alone. Jarvis is that old man with the turtle doves. <laughs> that was a woman. <laughs> oh no, the man. The, yeah, that's my favorite Christmas movie. The old of all man time. with the Home yeah. Alone two. Like, you know what, guys? Let's talk about Home Alone two. Fuck yeah! <laughs> because May, seriously, do, I miss Iron it. Man oh, three. Oh, man. Iron Man I three has put me lady. into a bad mood. What, what's that? What? Pigeon lady for the win. Pigeon lady. Yeah, thank you. It was a pigeon lady. I, I, uh, my my recent trip to New York City uh, back in March. Uh, my Speaking f- of pigeons, they take a lot of shits. My fiance and I <laughs> actually went to go look for her in Central Park, and we could not find her. Oh, really? <laughs> can, can someone explain to me why I had to blow up all forty-two of his suits at the end of the movie? Because that yeah. was very unclear you know. Okay, to me. You, okay, Jake. You, you, it, this is another thing. PP this is another thing that drives me crazy. Is that now because they're always in contract negotiations with Robert Downey Jr. Because this was actually the last movie that he was under contract for. So what are they going to do? They're going to make every movie seem like it's the last one because they don't know if Robert Downey Jr. is going to come back. So they right. have to put a little bit of like oh Tony closure Stark will be back in every movie or Iron Man will be back. Iron Man will be back, but will Robert Downey Jr. Right, be back? But Iron Man will be back in Avengers too. He, I know Robert That's, Downey Jr. is coming back right. for Avengers too, but they didn't know this at the time of filming, which I think it's like uh, that kind of screws the fans over. This was I don't know, and I oh guys, somebody else talk. He was a but, smartass, but in just the movie, but you just story wise, was what was the reason that he blew up all forty two suits? I I still don't get it. Like I followed the whole movie up until that point. 
Yeah, PP. It was like a big Fourth well, of July with the suits, and I, I thought it was it, Christmas, and all of a sudden it was Fourth of July. Now it's Fourth of July. It was yep. New Year's Eve at the beginning in 1999. Yep. New Year's and, Eve, then Christmas, and then and Christmas. I did like the scene though when uh, Cashmere Pulaski Day when they celebrated that. <laughs> what the fuck, man? This movie uh, Ar- is one big Arbor fucking Day. holiday. Yeah, Arbor Day. Yeah, which the botanist, the botanist. Remember her? She's celebrating Arbor Day. No, happy- I need a fucking Arbor Mist after. <laughs> Watching this shit. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Our whole fucking Iron Man 3 show has now turned into why we hate it. No, the, the, you guys no, gave it I, taste it. I gave it a toss it. Just because you taste something, though, and you tell, we, I, I would tell all, our, all of our listeners to go see it. I mean, you, you still can't not see this movie. Right. You have to taste this movie. You I have agree. to taste it. And, and I'm, I, yeah, I wasn't going to be the first person to say that it sucked. I mean, like I said, there was some parts that I liked and there were some parts that I didn't like. Right. But it, but it didn't make me. I wasn't pissed like you are. Yeah, I, I think the part that people didn't like in the movie that I was the theater that I was in the whole was thing. the fact that I was sitting in the back going, "This is bullshit. I hate this fucking movie." Shane Black's up there taking a shit on my Iron Man. Why couldn't you have uh, vetoed that? <laughs> we would have had way more viewers than that. All right, guys. Um, Jay, you you did make some really good points. I, I the only thing that the the only problem I have with it is is did the did Shane Black in the studio? Did they do? Did they show a lot of uh, Robert Downey Jr. as himself, as Tony Stark, the man, uh, for the story, or was it just to give Robert Downey Jr. FaceTime? FaceTime for sure. What do you think, Jay? You're the one who you, you like that part, and, and and there were some cool parts, but I, I want to know. I don't know. Just go. Uh, just tell me. I, I think that was the main gist of the story. Was I mean, it, it did even, fit. Even with the, the the Mark 42 armor, you know, the, yeah. the whole purpose was that this thing would come to him in pieces when he needed it and all this stuff. And and it was always kind of like this. We should point out that that Mark 42 armor was not completely finished yet. So wasn't it, right. it wasn't like battle an actual – it was not battle ready at all. No. But and, yet, and that's part of it. It was yeah. like it, it was the suit kind of constantly tearing away from him and him just being him. You know what I'm saying? Like – it wouldn't work, and he'd have to just depend on himself without the armor. I mean, even when he was having, and this is another, was the panic attack. The pan- I was just getting ready to bring that up. The anxiety the, attacks he was having, right. post traumatic, the post traumatic stress. I felt like that. I connected with him on that. I'm not yeah. going to lie. I mean, because I'm not saying I have. They, so, do you think they did a really good job tying that those feelings in with the Avengers film? Like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he was worried so. about the alien threat. I mean, that's why he's making the all dream. these different. Mark Armors, uh, Just a, the dream, the dream he had right. with New York and, right. and all that. That right. I, 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 I agree. I agree with Jay. I thought Robert Downey Jr.'s anxiety attacks and his acting saved this movie. I thought it was the best part of the movie. Okay, yeah, I think it. More people who aren't comic book fans that watch the movie can relate more to somebody who's having somebody who's a billionaire playboy who's building all these suits. No one can relate with that. Right. I, mean, I can't. Nah, but yeah, when someone true. is driving down the street and starts thinking about something, has an anxiety attack, pulls over and feels like he's having a heart attack. Right. You know, I, I like that tie into that. Well, I mean, because it makes you feel like he's human. Yeah. He really is. He human. really is. I yeah. mean, he's not. And he has feelings. He's, he's just, not. He's not a super soldier. He, no. He's not. Uh, he doesn't he's, have gamma rays he, right. he, he's not going to turn into a whole he didn't get he's bit not by a, a spider he, he didn't he's, he's not a demigod right. he's not he doesn't have meal nor his hammer to throw it you know he, he's a man inside of a cocoon like he said in iron man 3. right and, so. and the kid the kid driving him a little crazy uh, i kind of like that too because right kids do drive adults crazy oh what, yeah what, you know? <laughs> what do you guys what do you guys think about the rumors that that is nova 
the boy. Oh, which character now is Nova? The, the kid. kid. Oh, yeah. really? There's. Ah. I had not heard that. Jay, thank you. That's awesome. Talk that. about talk I love about that rumor. Yeah. I mean, you guys are reading the comic book. I mean, yes. You know, the dad disappears for a certain amount of time. The mom's left alone. It doesn't oh really raise him. Jay. Well. Oh my you know, god. And, and it's. I mean, the whole time he was in the shed, I was looking for the Nova helmet. You I know, hope that, I hope people that are listening to the that. podcast right now are Googling Nova Marvel Wiki. Yeah, go to the Marvel Wiki. Google Nova. Nova is an amazing character. If you're not reading the Nova comic book right now, you definitely should be. It's like a – doesn't it feel like an epic kind of like Spielberg-type comic book? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like one of those epic books. It's perfect for a movie. And, yes. And – if if they do do that, I think that's going to bring more weight to his character. It, when you watch it again, you'll be like, oh, okay. You yeah. Know. Perfectly accessible is your only comic book you read, too, if you're only going to read one comic a month, Nova, you know? Yeah. Nova. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That's awesome, Jay. That's very yep. cool. You made me feel so much better about that little fucker. Yeah, so yeah, after pulling that <laughs> Good up. Good job, Jay. Thanks. Seriously. The whole time, I was like, this kid is fucking Nova. I mean, he looks like him. I mean. <laughs> that's great. That's why I like the scene. I, I put Thank everything you. aside and, you know, yeah. You made I think me. The kid's my favorite part of the movie now, too. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, seriously, this movie went up just a little bit on my. Uh, I, just a little. It just moved it up. Now, I, Brian, can I ask you a question? Yeah, real quick? absolutely. Have you read Extremis? The Warren Ellis, Adi Granoff. I've no, I haven't. I haven't. I, I've I've done some wiki searches and read about it, but I've never read the actual Extremis. You, in the next week, you need to read it. It's only four to six issues. It's uh-huh. not very wordy, and you just need to read it after seeing this movie. I mean, I, okay, I, I really think you do it. You'll really enjoy it. It's really great. It has one of the best car chase sequences in a comic book I've ever seen. Do you think that that will be a good palate cleanser for me after watching this movie? It, it will be. It's the better version of this movie. Thank you. Okay, seriously. So, uh, so Brian, it's I, I just Ella. She can't go wrong. It's it's very good stuff. I do want to read something for you guys. I think Brian will appreciate uh-huh. uh, Stephen Witty of the Star Ledger. Uh, this is what he quoted. He was quoted saying this about the movie. Um, he found the visual effects, but said there's something empty about the film. Like Tony, it's shiny and polished, but this time there's nobody inside. Yeah, do you? Agree? I, I do. I do. I mean, I think that uh, you know, as much as I love Robert Downey Jr. and and uh, his his um, Tony Stark, this was more miss than hits for me. Yeah, seriously, like this was like a a really fucked up game of Battleship. Where was the <laughs> where was the flashy villain at though? There was none. Yeah, where, I, I, the, where were the Mandarin's ten rings? Thank you. Okay, I, I know that they can't do your traditional Mandarin. Right. You know, you can't do the 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 Asian with the with the really. Oh, I'm the Mandarin. Yeah, you, you can't do that. It's offensive. But on on the flip side of that. It, it, when you when you take away like his the magic the power that he had that character and, and put him in a bed with two smoking hot girls oh okay and before did you guys notice Lindsay Lohan in the film no yeah remember the girl that was like all doing the drugs and she acted like she was shooting guns oh, at Tony Stark yeah. that no it, <laughs> I was about to say <laughs> I would have known about that no I I don't know I how, what, okay let's get to Ben Kingsley. What did you guys? I, as great, as I when he was in character in the movie, as far as him playing the mm-hmm. Mandarin, uh, I didn't like it. I, I thought those whole like 
taking over the broadcast and, and the little symbol they showed and, and him. Well, I mean, it fit in with the first movie. If you do watch right. the first yeah, movie I mean, the t- in the caves, they actually had the ten rings yeah. inside the caves, that actual But what I'm saying symbol. is that he, he just didn't seem like somebody who would in, – in my eyes, I'm waiting for Bin Laden to pop up. Right. You know what I mean? And then come find out that they're all shooting this in a house. But before you found that out, what did you think of him as the villain? Was it like – was he intimidating? Did you feel like this, first, this guy's a threat to, to Tony Stark? This guy – Not to Tony Stark but to the rest of the world. OK. Yeah. At first and that was literally – I was I went to see this movie with a buddy of mine and I looked over at him and we both kind of shook our heads at the beginning of that because I kind of knew there was something going on there because I think the scene when he – when they didn't show him pulling the trigger. You know when he had the gun to the guy's head and he said, if the president doesn't call me in 30 seconds, I'm going to yeah. shoot this guy. That, that was kind of like a, uh, kind of like a dark Knight yeah, thing, I, in I my opinion. Like, that was stupid. Like a Heath Ledger type of that move. Was, I, I, that scene could have been cut. Because he, he, the president called and somehow the guy's phone number is in his phone, but yet I, I just I don't understand that. Were you yeah. surprised by the reveal, Dan, when they revealed that it was all just a con and the Mandarin was basically an actor? Were you surprised by that? I wasn't surprised, but I was um, – I actually kind of liked it because I liked uh, Ben Kingsley as, as Trevor. as that yeah, was his name? I, I, I and, love that twist. And, I thought that twist was one of the best yeah, parts of the movie. In the scene at the end when he's walking into jail and there's paparazzi – and what mm-hmm. he said, what he says, he's kind of like he thinks he's in a premiere of a movie, you know. Hey, you guys yeah. want to guess how I felt about it? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, we already know you, it sucked for you. Seriously, I, 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 I wish I was wearing diapers. Go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt you, Brian. No, go ahead. But, uh, yeah, I mean it's. I thought it was one of the best parts was that reveal, and it was a little hard to swallow. I was a little bit kind of unnerved <laughs> by it at first, but. That that brought a lot of humor to the movie too. I thought, guys, this whole movie was a bunch of one-liners. It was. We didn't need any more fucking humor in this movie. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It was all Tony Stark. They they were pandering to the audience. They were not pan. They, they, they because they're like, oh, you know what? Tony Stark makes Robert Downey Jr. makes a lot of really funny jokes in all these movies. Let's have him do it. A bunch, a whole lot. And that's all he did was regurgitate one-liner after one-liner after one-liner after one-liner. It's like, come on. I want to see a fucking hero. Yeah, I want to see a hero. The one part in the movie that I really, really liked, well, two parts, is his speech about about happy. Okay. About, you know, revenge. Good old-fashioned revenge. Yeah. That spoke to me. Like, that he he loves happy. They went after his friends. They've gone too far now. Right. You know, that's that's his humanity. The other scene is when he is doing everything he can to save those 13 passengers that yeah. fall out of that plane. Yeah. That is him being a fucking hero. The barrel, mo- oh, yeah, the barrel monkeys. Scene. But with him <laughs> using all these. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the barrel, barrel monkeys. monkeys it well, was. Yeah. And that totally. Yeah, it was like, come on. And it then, was. And then when when Iron Patriot said we can only save. Uh-huh. No, when Jarvis said we can only save four. No, no, no I'm saying when uh-huh. when when he says. We can only we can either save the president or Pepper. Oh yeah, and it was like, why would you even say that? Because you know who Tony Stark is going to save. Right. Yeah. You're right. The one liners and the and the one I don't know. But the, the, that's what. Okay, I think that Ben Kingsley played a drunk Eddie Izzard. I mean, that's who he played. In uh, it's like Budweiser. 
I did not. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like. You know what? They tipped their hand at that reveal too when they first showed uh, Aldrich Killian, and they're getting ready for the Mandarin to come in and film. And they've got it set up like a studio. Yeah, they tipped their hand right there that they are going to uh, that that he is that he's an actor. Yeah, that he's an actor. I put it together right then and there, and I was just like this. And that was before the it gun. took away whatever we thought the Mandarin was. It stripped it down, and it doesn't fit with the first movies. Is this the same group that was the Ten Rings in the first movies, or did they just throw that away? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Who, who would have been your dream villain for this movie, Brian? Would it have been the Mandarin is more the Marvel Comics villain, or would it have been someone else? You know what? I mean, after the Avengers, it, it's going to take a lot more than than somebody ben, ben Kingsley wanting to human being wanting to be Charlie Sheen and snort, yeah. snort a bunch of coke. It it was uh, so you want somebody from another. Yeah, who do, I, I'm you've having got a hard time thinking I, of someone I, myself. No, really, you've but. got Mandarin is his his arch nemesis yeah. in the comics. If they would have done the Mandarin the way he's supposed to have been done and pandered more to the comic fan, i I think that I think that we would have been. I think that I would have been more receptive. Can you imagine I, that end sequence with the Ten Rings versus Iron Man? Yeah, you know? yeah. Oh my god, that yeah. would have been so that, incredible. Can we talk about the oil rig scene now. I mean that. Uh, I think it's a great segue into the crappy-ass fucking final sequence. Go ahead, guys. When I first saw the, the, the trailer and they showed um, when he said we needed backup and it's on its way. Yeah. And I saw all them coming. Yeah. Dude, I was so fucking pumped. Yeah. But then when I saw it on the theater mm-hmm. on Friday right. and I saw them all coming. Yeah. And it was okay. like – and it was like Toys. So you're talking about you're watching it in the trailer. Yeah. And you're like, wow, yeah, I can't when wait to When I first see saw the trailer yeah. and I saw those guys right. coming, my, I, I, I let my imagination run wild. Right. Maybe there's people in those. Maybe it's somebody we're going to see, a, uh, somebody that's was in the Avengers in one of those suits. Maybe. Who knows? I don't know. But And then when I come to find out there's nobody inside those and he can hop from suit to suit, I didn't really care for that. Well, you know, I mean, what do you, what do you guys think about that end oil rig scene? Well, well before you guys f- go on – in, in, with Pepper falling into the fire, right, I immediately, yeah. I immediately turned to my buddy and said, "She's not dead." Yeah, there's no oh, way. Yeah, there's no way wow. because she, uh, she was injected with that shit. You know, we already, yeah, we already knew she was injected. And I hated, right. and, and you could tell with Tony so. Stark's, um, his, his expression on his face, he almost, it was like she dropped and she, he was kind of like, eh. yeah, it was. It was kind of like it. You know, like <laughs> what big deal. <laughs> Uh, oh well, you know I'll be able to bang somebody else yeah. next week. That, that's how <laughs> I thought about it too, because I right. already had somebody in his mind for that. I'm night. tired of them, and I'm tired of their interplay in the movies. You she know? Like, she could have broke it. up with him three movies ago. Yeah, just fucking knock it off. I don't right. care. You know, yeah. it's unrealistic, and like the the way it ended with them like embracing and all that garbage. Right. You know. Uh, and when she fell, I was like, "Yeah, woo!" <laughs> <laughs> Thank God Jay gone. just gave the uh, the po- uh, the uh, possible uh, Pepper Potts death a Tupperware rating. He did just yeah. Tupperware <laughs> a Tupperware party. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. yeah. And no. And it, how, did, how did her clothes survive? How did they survive? <laughs> they, they yeah, the because they were. That's like that part in Twister when what's her name gets in the middle of the. Uh, Helen Hunt. Yeah, Helen yeah. Hunt's in the middle of the, the of, twister. Of the she, twister. She's Dorothy. Nails, so yeah, and her clothes stay on. Her hair was exactly the same. Yeah, from yeah. the scene before to the scene right. afterward. She's, she's just a, a badass. Dude. She should have played Pepper. But. 
<laughs> Helen Hunt should have been pepper pot. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, jeez. Speaking of pot, I need to smoke some after watching this shitty movie. Well, speaking of pepper pots, like I'm at the grocery store yesterday. And I look over and see a People magazine, and right now she's the most beautiful woman in the I world. I saw that. What the f? Right. Oh, it's what a coincidence that Iron Man three comes out. Right. You know, you put her on the front. Yeah. But anyways, that the oil rig scene. I wish that whole oil rig would have just fucking drowned in the water. <laughs> no, I'm. I wish, I'm, I wish Shane Black would have been on top of that oil rig and it would have went down. And I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat myself. I like the movie. I, I, okay. I, I, I like the movie, but I did. I, I the, the ending scene. I'll go to go along with the the five minutes after that, and right. then the post credit scene. I walked away and it was rubbing my eyes on the way to my car because I was just yeah. I, it's just moving on Rotten Tomatoes right now, Brian. Do you know? It's a I 76 have, or Is something. it a 76? Yeah. And it's a 63 out of 100 in the other one. Are you guys – okay, like they, the the movie was originally – it was originally greenlit for a $140 million budget and then they raised it to $200 million. Where did that other $60 million go? Did that just <laughs> go straight to Robert Downey Jr.? It had to have because if you guys have read, um, the Industrial Light and Magic was not involved – this movie I, I did read that it's the first one they weren't yeah the film's visual effects they weren't you know okay instead some place called Scanline. but this happened after ilm was kind of like they they disney cut a lot of people from ilm they fired a lot of people yeah. from industrial light and magic so i don't it just doesn't make sense the to me 60 million went to his pocket I it had to have it had to have or Okay, but okay. Or the $5 billion worth of cars well, you destroyed. Well, now that Dan says that, what, what did you think about the special effects? Did you think those were good, Brian? Uh, let me think here. Special not, effects. Not when the suits were blowing up, I can uh, tell you that. No, I, I think... Where the, was, when was their visual effects? The, the, the missiles going into the building? The, the only house? choreography that I really appreciated was when um, the choreography... Now we're talking about two different things, but... Um, I appreciated like uh, Tony uh, Robert Downey Jr. actually learning how to like fight. You know, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you, he had it set up that that wooden doll with uh, different pressure points, and he mm-hmm. was punching it, and then and things like that. But I thought he he was, and when he was going through that house, the the mandarins, the the drug lord, whatever. It felt like that, Bad Boys Two to me. Yeah, you're right. It's maybe it's maybe Miami. Did, there did was, my, I'm waiting for. Oh my god! Did did uh, Aldrich Killian? Did he not look like fucking Don Don Johnson? Don Johnson? Dude, he he needed the yeah. white. In I was. The Thinking, am I watching Miami Vice? Miami Vice? Is, am I watching Crockett here? Where the fuck is Tubbs? Is Don Channel going to come out with like this? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, wait, 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 guys. I just got to tell you something real quick. I do have Shane Black on the line for Brian right now. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, go ahead. <laughs> uh, fuck you, Shane Black. So you don't like my fucking movie, huh? Yeah. He should be called Shane the Black because he's a pirate and he fucking really screwed me over. I wish he would have got blown up in front of the Chinese theater. (laughs) (laughs) But the fortune Uh, cookie thing too and – Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So does anybody know how much you made this weekend? We had to reiterate that twice too, the fortune cookie thing. We didn't learn it well enough the first time. We had to hear it twice. (laughs) So Brian, when's your birthday? January 3rd. So can I get you an Iron Patriot like 16-inch figure? (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing against the Iron Patriot if the Iron Patriot is used properly. Like uh, wipe off all the red, white, and blue? You know, (sighs) no, I mean – 
I, I think that they just made they threw the Iron Patriot. Actually, he's from the comics. Yeah, I it's know that. Nor, but he's, it's, it's Norman Osborn. It's yeah. not totally. Don it's Pinkett. Norman Osborn, but they can't do Norman Osborn because Sony owns Norman Osborn. So, right. right. But apparently, they can do Miami Vice because and Bad Boys <laughs> Two and Home Alone Two. Right. Wow. Exactly. Wow. And I think yeah. I might have saw a little bit of the Christmas Vacation in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Ex- please yeah, explain. I agree. <laughs> you know the part when um in Christmas Vacation when he's when when the boss is uh walks by and he tells him he's wanting something on his desk at at the end of the day and he's like kiss my ass kiss my ass kiss his ass kiss your ass Oh yeah okay it kind of yeah. reminded me yeah. at the beginning or not the beginning but when he's in uh when he's in uh, Pepper's office and people are walking in I don't know I just I, I kind of got that too but that's just my Christmas side Right I don't know, guys. Some, I thought, some. I thought the. Uh, I thought. Oh, go ahead, Brian. No, go ahead. You please go ahead. I'm just going to edit that whole movies. part out. By the way. Hold yeah. <laughs> well, edit what part out? What I. Just... Oh, Aldrich Killian. <laughs> mm. What the yeah. fuck? What is going on? Aldrich Killian. They should have played that. They should have played scene. it during that scene. With him shooting his Nerf gun at people in the neck and shit, <laughs> <laughs> or was that made out of bathroom parts? I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. Mm. Dude, I just popped my collar. Right Guys, <laughs> you know what? I would have rather have watched them loop this fucking song than watch Iron Man three. Yeah, it's a great song. It is a good song. I would have rather watched Iron Man three, but I would have rather watched Iron Man three myself. So wait, I have a question. I have a question for everybody. Since he took the uh, the chess piece out at the end of the movie, obviously he doesn't need that anymore. Oh, the uh, arc reactor. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> well, they did the surgery to take out the the shrapnel. Yeah. Which why didn't he do that before? That doesn't even make sense to me. My dog's barking. That makes sense. He's always barking. <laughs> we have a new leftover. <laughs> yeah. The the fifth leftover. That's Benny's leftover. <laughs> There goes the cat. Yeah, this is really professional. We're <laughs> recording in my studio. This is my this is your studio kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, Iron Man three. I liked it, Brian. I know I you hated it. Jay, you liked it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. That I, that's all I got to say about it, though. You know, uh, it's not going to appeal to the true readers of the book. It might appeal to people that only know it from the movies, but uh, if you really liked one, then kids are gonna of, kids are gonna go ape shit over this movie. You're con- oh, the kids are gonna love it. Yeah. Love it. Really, the kids? Yeah. How were the kids reacting in your theater? Uh, the five year old at noon that was in my huh? um, I couldn't. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. But the seven other people that were in the theater, um, nobody. Made- How many people in your theater? Because my theater, your theater, left after the movie. They thought ended and didn't uh, wait for the post credit scene. Me and my buddy and two other people stayed. Yeah, out of probably nine or ten yeah. people. Ninety-five percent of the people left my yeah. theater. Jake, what about we, yours? We had four people left in our theater, and it was a packed theater. And okay. four people stayed, counting myself. Four people stayed? I thought you meant four people left. I wish no, I would have left. Four people stayed. In I had a to pee real bad. Theater, counting myself. I had to shit really bad because that's Shane what Shane Black, Black did. <laughs> To me, is he like honest, seriously? This for you? Yeah, I would have been one of the people that left too. Shane Black is like fiber and a laxative, and but how many of our listeners are going to like this movie? I I think a lot a of lot listeners of will 
maybe maybe upon second viewing, maybe I'll appreciate. But are you going to give more. it a second viewing? But I don't think so. After this, guys, I really don't. Maybe if it comes on TV, I will. But this but is not going to be a that movie that so, I'm going to rush out to buy. No, absolutely not, or no. rent for that matter. No, I'm not going to rent it either. The, the fucked up thing about this movie too is that it's it's embedded in my head for some reason. Because we're doing a podcast on it. No, not even that. But even like last <laughs> night when I'm thinking about it, usually when I go see a movie. No, yeah, this was a big deal because it's the first phase yeah. two movie. Phase one ended, and how 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 freaking amped were you guys for like the avengers film last year which was which which lived up to everything that we ever wanted to see in a comic book movie and we've waited a year Mm -hmm. to see another film and this was it let's talk about that end credit scene after the credits ended after 95 percent of the fucking idiots that leave a marvel movie and don't realize that there's another scene after it let's talk about those are the people that like the movie yeah, yeah, exactly. Agreed. <laughs> you know, are, I'm, I'm not yeah. trying to be funny. Seriously, but that's, that's, seriously, that's I true. didn't see people walk out. I just saw a bunch of sheep coming out, <laughs> walking out of the film. <laughs> 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 I actually had people walking in for the next showing that sat down and saw the end sequence. Really? Watching the movie for the you first time. You know what? Time. It wow. would have been a really cool indicator if they would have just walked the fuck right back out <laughs> after that scene. Because Wait, this is the post-credit I, scene. I'm seriously, done. <laughs> I felt cheated on. Seriously, I felt like I caught my girlfriend fucking some other guy after I watched that final scene. It was bullshit. Speaking of that, I just watched uh, Silver Linings Playbook last night. Did you? I, I, I loved uh, it. Amazing. Good. Good. Well, I, I just wanted to say that because you just said something about okay. your girlfriend fucking the history teacher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't know where that came from, by the way. Probably but, the vodka. But um, No, I agree with you, though. I mean – A++ plus plus on the Silver Linings, I thought. Right, Dan? What's that? Did you love Silver Linings Playbook? I loved it. That's oh, it was one of the best movies I saw last year. A great indicator of how a film does is when you sw- when you actually switch from <laughs> Iron Man three to Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> but no, but, oh, I, yeah. but I but I do need I, I, I want to bring Playbook. that up because in a, in a in a I think it was last week's or it might have been our first. Um, yeah, Brian Brian talked about you it talked earlier. about Bradley Cooper. I did. I know I did. Being in, in yeah. you know I, I, honestly I'm going to tell you guys that I, I, we're talking about Silver Linings Playbook now, <laughs> listeners. If you guys want to know. <laughs> Um, this has switched to Iron Man 3, 95% <laughs> now to the – but anyways, uh, Bradley Cooper, I didn't know that his character was kind of messed up in the head going into that movie. Right. So uh, – I'm messed up I, in the head after watching Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I almost brought you an Iron Man 3 uh, shirt over too. <laughs> you but, son of a bitch. But I, I forgot that you went out and bought toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, Shane Black's picture on it. <laughs> You know you could probably get that. Hey, Shane Black, you like a little brown? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I honestly hope for some odd reason. Does he have a Twitter? Huh? Does Shane Black have a Twitter? He has a shitter apparently, and it's called Iron Man 3. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sp- speaking of Twitter, um, this is probably something we should bring up is our, our fans are probably going to have a lot to say. Yeah. To agree or disagree. They're going to disagree with me. And I'm, I'm um, sorry. Brian's ready because he's a Bulls fan already. So <laughs> yeah. he's ready for the heat. I'm ready for he's the gonna heat. He's going to get. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's something you want to, uh, probably, you know, shoot us a, shoot us a text or something or a message on, uh, Facebook and Twitter. Brian or Dan, you guys got those addresses? Yes. Andy? It's, uh, our Twitter is at. PC leftovers. 
and you can. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I do want to. I do want to read something for you guys. Yeah. So I, I just I just looked up Shane Black on Twitter. Okay. Um, and if you're not familiar with Twitter, if you ever bring up somebody's name, it'll it'll allow you to look at what other people are saying about him. Oh God. Um, right now, I'm not going to say any names, but uh, a current celebrity says that Iron Man three was perfect. Shane Black should make every movie ever. Oh Jesus! Totally rewatching Kiss Kiss Bang Bang when I get home. Yeah, I want to watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang again too as a palate cleanser for the piece of shit Iron Man three that I just watched. Can I read another one? Go since ahead. We're, we're just basically bashing this. Please. Um, I'd like to read our podcast poll after that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Iron Man three is terrific. Its only flaw is acknowledging two's existence in the credits. <laughs> I think didn't it didn't it show a little bit of two? In the credits, yeah, yeah, yeah the, that, it showed one, one too because it showed him yeah. wearing the the Mark One, right? Yeah, okay, which was made me feel like that that was the end of the series, right? Yeah, it was like they're trying to wrap it up. Uh, what, Shane what? Shane Black doesn't have a Twitter, by the way. Can, okay. can I redeem Shane Black real quick, please? He wrote the Monster Squad. Ooh, okay, all right, all right. I gotta give you, I gotta give it up to you there. I did. I love the Monster Squad. Still, one of the best Hollywood werewolves I've ever seen. Yeah, werewolves don't have nards, Brian. <laughs> You're not gonna believe that. That what what kind of positive... Wolfman's got nards. Uh, oh, there you go, You're not there gonna you believe go. what Shane Black. What kind of criticism he's getting on Twitter? Right what now. is he getting? Is it deserved? Nine out of ten tweets are good. Okay, fair enough. I guess you know what. I guess I'm the minority here. No, I don't think you are. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are, that know movies. And hey, are, do you like Robert Downey Jr.? Do you want to see him in a movie? Do you want to see him be a comic book hero? You're going to see it. He's going to be snappy and witty and wild. It's crazy. It's a bunch of one-liners. Woohoo! It's Iron Man three. Yeah, come on down. It's wacky. It's Home Alone. It's a bunch of other movies. It's Miami Vice. Check out my slick back hair and my white fucking jacket. Jingle bell. I'm too. sorry, dude. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. But then again, this is Dan Hill speaking again. I did like the movie. Um, <laughs> I'm, with, I'm, I'm with you, Dan. I liked it too. I'm glad you guys did like it. I liked it in a sense, but Brian, you bring up a great, you bring up a lot of good points. I mean, I knew I was going to complain about it, even though I liked it. Yeah, I you mean, have it's, to though, because yeah. okay, you guys, the reason I complain about it, the reason I'm so passionate about it, is you, because I love the character. Yeah. I love Iron Man. What and a, I love, I love, I love the first movie. I, and you know what? I still love John Favreau even after Iron Man Two. Absolutely. I think he was screwed over by Marvel Studios. They're hard to work for. Joss Whedon didn't even want to sign on for Iron Man mm-hmm. um, uh, for Avengers Two, two yeah. because I, Marvel Studios is a real pain in the ass to work I think for. That's a lot to do with Stanley. No, not at all. No. no. No, Stan, Stan Lee doesn't have a lot of creative control over the no, over the, the film movies. universe. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's because Marvel Studios is trying to sell lots of toys, and it's hard to write a good movie and direct a good movie well, and sell to, lots of toys. You can go to Walmart. At the same time. Yeah, it, guys, it's Disney. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, now that you say that, are are we going to be here in, in a few years talking about? Star Wars, how much we hated it? No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I, I they, they've made a really good choice uh, with J.J. Uh, Abrams. Um, I am, I am, I, I am worried about uh, you know those solo films. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about Han Solo. I'm just talking about the solo yeah. films in between uh, the individual characters that you're right, going to see. Right, right. Agreed. So uh, let's let's wrap up Iron Man three. I know we got some other shit to talk about. 
Well, I mean, uh, Iron Man, uh, we did find out that uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to come back for Avengers 2. Yes. Uh, that is good news uh, because yes. he'll be back under, I think, a competent director. I don't know what what's happened to Shane Black since Monster Squad, what's happened to him since Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. But, um, you know, I I think uh, I, I, I'm, I'll be happy to see uh, – Tony Stark underneath the uh, the uh, under, uh, Joss Whedon again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I just say too, under or on I, top? Please, somebody say something because I'm he, he trying was, to find something uh, nice to say. That was the best Iron Man for me was when he was in Avengers. You know, you don't have right. Yeah, you don't have to worry about fucking Pepper Potts. What the fuck she's doing? You didn't you have know? to follow she, every little thing that Tony Stark's his baggage. Right, right. Right. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you here too. Um, I just realized this. Did you guys? Did you guys? Any of you guys see the Audi, the car manufacturers, the commercial? Th- that scene in the commercial was better than h- any of the car scenes he was in in the movie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I the the car sequence in the Extremist comic book is better than the car sequence in the movie. Wow, and you don't even see it. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it, you're just watching a car scene from panel to panel. I'm sure. It, so do you want to? It's, it's it's the best car sequence in any comic I've ever seen. Just wait till you read this, Brian. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to read that. I'll get back to you on a future episode of Pop Culture Leftovers after I read Extremis. Um, and not, uh, ex- Excrement, which we're, which we're watching, which, which I watched today. Um, I, I do want to say real quick that, uh, about Joss Whedon, um, coming back, uh, to the Avengers 2 and Iron Man, and, uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing, uh, Tony Stark, Tony Stark. again in Avengers 2. Um, Joss Whedon had this to say. I don't know if you guys read this quote, but it's a little revealing. I don't think a lot of people kind of picked up on it. Uh, Joss Whedon says, I am not the guy. This is uh, in an interview about, uh, you know, um, Robert Downey Jr. coming back to Avengers 2. He said, I am not the guy who has to worry about him being replaced. He is the Iron Man at this point. When I heard that he was cast, I knew that something had just changed, and I usually don't know stuff like that. When he said, I am not the guy who has to worry about him being replaced, is that a little revealing that Joss Whedon might not be back for Avengers 3? Hmm. He's not the guy to worry about it, which if 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 I was saying that about an employee of mine, I'm not worried about him. That's basically saying that I have no control for anything. Right. What, do, what do you guys – did you guys pick up anything on that? I, I didn't really take that from that. I just took it as that he's a shoe-in for Iron Man as far as he's concerned. For, it didn't, for didn't Avengers sound to me like two. he was leaving, you know. Okay. Okay. Maybe, yeah. I, maybe I'm reading too much into it. To me, it sounds like Josh Whedon's going to have to make the movie regardless who's cast as the character. Okay. And yeah. it's yeah. not in any of his control. If it's Robert Downey Jr., he's writing for Robert Downey Jr. If it's – Fill in the blank. He's writing for fill in the blank. You know he's got a job to do. Well, okay. yeah, I think they're going to throw enough money at him that he's not going anywhere anytime soon. You know, but you know we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I hope he doesn't go anywhere. I mean, uh, he's how old is he now? Fifty five. Yeah, he was injured so. on the set mm-hmm. of the film while they were filming. Right. Uh, yeah, he, he, what scene was he injured, Brian? I don't know. If I had to guess, there was a couple scenes I was watching. I, I read about that. It was I, the. Um, do you know what scene it was? He rolled was his. He, he, he rolled his ankle. I heard he was injured, but I was. I didn't know what scene. <clears throat> right. It could have been one of the scenes with him jumping around, trying to have the suit connect to him. Right. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, it's not – he rolled his ankle. It wasn't like he was Brandon Lee in The Crow. Right. Right, right. <laughs> can, can I ask you guys real quick how you was, saw the movie? I'm sorry, what's that? Can I ask you guys real quick how you saw the movie? Did you see it in regular 3D IMAX? I saw I, it in I, 2D. You saw it in 2D? I saw it in just regular 3D. I was going to see it in IMAX 3D. Things kind of fell through, and I saw it in 2D. You saw it in 2D. I'm glad I I did see it. So am I. Go ahead, Jay. I I saw it in 3D. Um, You were about to say something about seeing it in 2D, though. I'm I'm glad I I saw it. You know, it probably didn't need 3D, but I'm just getting so used to it, I think. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. But But since you did see it in 3D, what parts in the scene, what scenes in the movie stuck out to you? It's it's not so much about like is this popping out of the screen to me. It's about being you know kind of submersed in it. You know, the Am depth. I really in? Mm. Yeah, yeah. It, the atmosphere. You the know atmosphere. What I mean? Yeah. It's been a long time <clears throat> since I've watched a movie in three D. I mean, quite frankly, I, I think three D is stupid. Yeah. Well, well, it depends on the movie. Well, no, I mean, I mean the last time I saw a three D movie, I believe, yeah. is I was fourteen. Oh wow! And I was in um, Universal Studios uh-huh. watching the Terminator. Oh yeah, that was three D. Okay. Because yeah. that, that felt like it was literally... Yeah, I watched Captain EO at uh, yeah. Epcot Center. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. You, need to, you need to see a real D movie, Dan. And then, uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of stuff has happened. Since I, saw, wait, wait, I take I that back. It. I just remembered I saw Jackass 3D. I did watch Dread in 3D, and that was amazing. It was amazing. There was, that was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really cool. I mean, there was parts where that uh, that time-stopping drug where everything kind of slowed down when you'd mm-hmm, see yes. that. Mm-hmm. And then the blood, when somebody got shot, you'd see blood fly off of them. You that, Like one guy got shot in the cheek and you saw blood, like, you know, bullet come out of his cheek and then blood come like – it's like popping off the screen. It was really cool. Now, nothing's going to compare to Avatar because Avatar, yeah. they filmed it with a 3D fusion camera. Yeah, yeah. Nothing else – everything else is kind of like post-converted. Which, I thought which I, that's, came that's, close. Did anybody see – I hear Hugo in 3D is amazing. Did anybody see Hugo in the theater? I see that one in 3D. No. Okay. No. <laughs> I've heard it was amazing. So yeah, what, what were you gonna say about Prometheus? I thought Prometheus had the best theater. I 3D never saw that in 3D. Theater. Better, better I saw it in theater. Avatar. It was it, filmed in 3D. It was not post production. Oh wow, that's cool. I thought it, was, it was better than Avatar 3D. The, wow, um, really? It was better than Avatar 3D. The, the self service doctor um, abortion sequence in 3D. Oh my god, was yeah. one of the oh. most horrific things I've ever Damn seen. Jake, you had me at abortion sequence. <laughs> no, I, I, as soon as I heard ah, I was ready to go. <laughs> I was like, is this yeah. still in theaters or what? Seriously, Brian, I was not? like grabbing for a coat hanger. <laughs> oh, no, I'm telling you, Brian. Promise, promise Edit that out. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I, I agree with with Jake on with that. With Dan man. on that. <laughs> all, the, all the sensors that mapped out the place in 3D. It yeah. Was, yeah, you can Full tell 3D. they really thought a lot about the 3D when they made that movie. Yeah, it was good. Okay. Um, this is a perfect part for us to take a quick break. Do you guys agree? Agree. Yeah, break it up. All right. Now that I, now that it's eight thirty and I'm I'm feeling a little see the club, and I start my new job tomorrow. I really do not want to go home because that just means I'm that much closer to going to start my new job. Can I read the podcast poll real quick? No. no. Okay. No. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. We had a podcast poll on Facebook. Uh, I uh, asked the question: Iron Man three is in its international debut. Uh, excuse me. Iron Man three in its international debut has grossed more than the Avengers did internationally in its first weekend. 
Is this really going to be as epic as the Avengers? Tell us your thoughts and we'll read them on our Iron Man 3 special. Uh, to which we got one response and nice. I want to thank him. His name is Rory. That is a good buddy of mine, by yeah. the way. <laughs> um, I just watched Iron Man 1 and 2, which is really cool. So he watched Iron Man 1 and 2 right before he watched, uh, no, no, he hadn't seen the movie yet, but he just watched Iron Man 1 and 2. He says, I, uh, they're good, but Avengers is much better. I would be surprised if three could be better than the Avengers. I think the Avengers has brought more excitement to any coming movie starring any of them. I think he brings up a great point. Avengers, like I said earlier, it changed the face of all comic book movies. I mean, to be honest with you, um, Friday, I went to see Iron Man 3 at, at 12. Uh-huh. Uh, by four o'clock, um, I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I don't, I do not own the Avengers on anything. Oh wow! So, um, but I was desperately looking yeah. for it on Netflix, yeah. Hulu, right. Amazon, DVR, and I couldn't find it. I really uh-huh. wanted to watch it. Did, uh, did anybody watch the uh, Avengers? Uh, the unboxing of the Phase One collection that comes in the in the br- the briefcase. Did anybody watch no, that? When, un- did the, when was that? No, I, I already owned all the other movies, so the briefcase. It was like, ugh. You know? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I own them as well, but I don't own them in like 3D. I don't have a 3D TV or no, the glasses or anything like that. But it's something maybe I'll get one day. But the, the I watched the unboxing on YouTube. It's really cool. It actually the movie comes with like a top secret file for each character oh so you open it up and it's got like pictures of black widow and pictures of like bruce banner and it's got like they're actually top secret shield code did anybody wonder why shield didn't show up in this movie not at all there was no there was was nothing nothing. why didn't the why didn't the Avengers show up in this movie? Well, I <laughs> Why think, couldn't Tony I think Stark they'll explain that. I think there'll be some Easter eggs in the other films that maybe like things are going on at the same time. But because he couldn't call Nick well, Fury, apparently at all. Bruce Banner can show up at the end of the film. But what I was telling my buddy I, of mine is that Paulson. I think that scene is going to be in the Avengers too. What scene? That the post credit scene, not that particular scene, but it's going to be close to that time frame. The oh, okay. Of okay, that gotcha. Scene, yeah. You know what I mean? Because. Obviously, he's trying to talk to him about his – what do you call it? Right. His post-traumatic whatever. Post-traumatic stress disorder. Right. Sarcasm disorder that Shane – post-traumatic Shane, Shane Black, Black disorder. Um, now, you read that podcast poll on our Facebook. Did right. you, you want to go ahead and talk about the other one or do you want to take a break real quick? No, we're not going to talk – we're going to talk about the other one next week. Okay. When we that, that's uh, We're gonna, just going to do all Iron Man this week, next week. What, is, where are we at as far as to length right now? I don't know. I don't even have any idea. I mean, because do you guys want to bring anything up? Because I thought we were going to talk about Iron Man a little bit more, but um, no, not really. I don't know what else to say about. All Iron right, Man let's let's point. take a pause and we'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Um, we're gonna wrap things up here. Uh, I think we've gone on and on and on and on and on about Iron Man three. So wait, wait. Before we finish, sure. Brian. Did you like Iron Man 3? I, I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shane Black. Shane Black is my, like, to Seinfeld as Newman is, you know? Yeah. That's, Shane Black is my <laughs> Newman. Brian, Brian, Shane Black wrote all four Lethal Weapon movies. You know what? Um, one, one, two, and three was okay. Um, but four was, yeah, not, not too big on the four with Jet Li. And, you know, I mean, we're, I'm getting too old for this shit was, I'm getting too old for Shane Black Black shit. shit. Yeah. Which it's funny you say that because it reminds me of the, uh, the How I Met Your Mother episode. 
Oh, the Murtaugh. The Murtaugh episode was <laughs> one of the best. That ones. was a fantastic if episode. If any of our listeners watch How I Met Your Mother. Right. Shane Black didn't write that episode, no, by the way. No, but there was a. That's why I liked it. There that. was an episode in that show where they. Well, I can't remember the the the, the title of that episode. Yeah. But it had a lot to do with uh, Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Weapon and Murtaugh, and, his char- Danny Glover's character yeah. in the Lethal Weapon films. And come to find out, he didn't say I'm too old for this shit. That's was, back when the uh, show How I Met Your Mother was a really charming show that drew me to it. We'll talk about How I Met Your Mother on probably later. a future Pro- podcast. Probably in a couple weeks when they reveal the mother. You know what? We should have probably talked about How I Met Your Mother tonight because Iron Man three was the biggest bust since <laughs> I don't know Pamela Anderson. Mm-hmm. Her chest? I don't know. What, what am I talking about? Um, you saying that reminded me of uh, a Mike Tyson fight. <laughs> Iron Man 3. Iron Mike Tyson? Kinda. But you remember when he fought uh, Andrew McNeely? No, I remember Andrew. when he fought Spinks and he knocked him out in like nine seconds or something. That reminded me of you because you were probably knocked out in Iron Man 3 in oh my nine seconds. Gosh. That movie was like seriously. It was. I'm sorry, guys. It was. I didn't like it at all. There were parts that I liked, but uh, we don't need to go into that anymore. No. Um, if there's, if you have any thoughts, listeners, if you have any thoughts about Iron Man three and you want to share it with us, please, please get on our Facebook page, uh, get on our Twitter, um, send us, uh, you know, a- anything. Just let us know what you thought about Iron Man three. I'd be curious to hear. You know, and our what you Twitter about is it. at PC Leftovers. It's not the full pop culture leftovers, because right? Of the character thing. Yes. Uh, and Facebook is what just facebook.com slash pop culture leftovers. Right. Leave us a message on there. We respond almost immediately on that. And, and if they want to email us, how can they do that, Dan? Is it – I'm not – Comments. Not comments at – Comments at popcultureleftovers.com. If you want to reach me uh, personally, it's brian at popcultureleftovers.com. Dan at popcultureleftovers.com. Uh, of course, Jason at popcultureleftovers.com. And Jake at popcultureleftovers.com. And fuck you, Shane Black, at popcultureleftovers.com. .com.org. All right, guys. Until next week, I'm Brian Frederick. I'm Dan Hill. I'm Jason Piper. I'm Jake Elliott. And And we're we're the Leftovers. It's a trap. Toss it, good it Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture carryover. Culture push over. Pop culture. Leftover. Uncool kids. What's to say's already been said. Leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.
we love it. Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over. Counterculture push over. Pop culture. Dude, you should have gotten a, a, a turd falling into the toilet sound effect. <laughs>